Hello everybody, welcome to the 10th episode. Oh my god. High fives. All Happy around. birthday people. High fives. The 10th episode of the BAM Creative Show. My name is Jess. I am a digital, I said that like allegedly that's my name. I'm a digital strategist here at BAM Creative. Richard, digital producer, <laughs> BAM Creative. Not Ron Burgundy. Josh, business development manager. BAM Creative. Yeah. The BAM Creative show is all about digital marketing, digital strategy. Did you guys do a wink as well? Fun things. Oh, I didn't do a wink no, this time. No, no, sorry. I didn't do I a wink. I'll lines. do a wink before we come together. Uh, so yeah, all right. Saving we better. We better. But um, what we're talking about today is the news um, this morning, which is the first time, but I'm sure it happened while we were getting ready for work this morning, mm. is that Twitter is beginning to slowly roll out an increase of their character count from 140 to... 280. 280. Let's try and um, stop it. I know. And it's just, it, it honestly, like, it makes me just wonder out of all the things that they've done over time to kind of like save this platform mm. that's been a bit stagnant for a while, this is the thing that they do. Which I find that kind of interesting. Apparently, it's, it's mainly due to the fact that people uh, who speak various languages that take a bit more characters to express an yeah, idea on a yeah. thought, take a little bit longer to actually do it than as opposed to other languages like um, Japanese and Korean, for example. So that's including English there. Apparently we're struggling to yeah. get our points across within a single tweet. Those who speak <laughs> English, Spanish, Portuguese and French are yeah. misarticulate. Well, we're far more efficient when it comes to, yeah, written language. Yeah, because, well, Just I mean... Like, it's kind of interesting though, because over time, I've been using Twitter actually since it started. I don't mean to take my own horn here, but I have actually been using it since I'm actually one of the oldest Twitter users. Seriously, yep. February 2007. I, I dare anyone mm -hmm. to beat me because I haven't found anyone yet. I'm sure it will happen now. But um, ever since I've been using it, I've noticed a change in the way that we actually communicate over Twitter. And I feel like it actually takes a skill to limit what you're trying to say from, you know, whatever it is that you're saying and to cut it down into 140 to be conci concise with one tweet. To I be honest, I find that that's part of the appeal. That's what I think. Right? So... I mean, it's like a hit and run with a tweet mm -hmm. if we want to mm -hmm. get violent about it. I don't want to get violent about it, but I'm just saying, no. like, you can... What you want to say in Head one run, yeah, that's quite yeah. Now, I don't really know anything about this, so can you please explain for um, the common person is this going to show the whole tweet or will it be a click to expand kind of affair? I mean, no, it's going to show the entire tweet, and it's weird as well because as we've seen over time, Twitter have kind of changed the platform a little bit to take um, like polls and at replies and even URLs, they're now shortening URLs yes. to take that out of the Twitter, the, sorry, the, the character count. count. Yeah. So you can at reply, I'm sure there's a limit of the at reply, I'm mm. not actually too sure. But um, yeah, so you, I think it's just going to be including everything in the 280 characters. Plus when you think about it, at replies, URLs, images, it could be a pretty monster tweet when you actually start thinking about how big a tweet could possibly get. Think how many hashtags you can cram in there. But a hash, hashtags aren't part of the character count, are they? We Pretty sure they're not. I actually thought they were. Oh, okay. We're going to need some uh some We need to feedback. Google that. <laughs> I know I get limited when I try and do hashtags in my current one. I'm going to need to Google that. But I did print out a very interesting um, 
a little tidbit here was that found uh, so Twitter actually found that only 0.4% of tweets in Japanese have 140 characters but a larger percentage which is 9% of English tweets actually did so yeah that's like the basis for them actually changing this character count thing which I find I mean it's kind of interesting but at the same time I kind of like the idea that I've been able to be a lot more concise mm. <laughs> with my tweets and you know, you do kind of see like uh, over time people trying to accommodate where they'll have a bit of a rant or whatever, and it'll be like tweet one of whatever, and then yeah, they do the thread. They do. That's okay as well. I, I always find I'm usually one or two characters short. Like I, I'm, it's usually one character, and yeah. I'm just like I have condensed everything. So maybe it, we should have just brought it up to, from 140 to you know like 143 or something, and that would have been good. But maybe let's step back. Like let's just <laughs> go back in time to you know let's go back in time to like 2008 when twitter was really booming suddenly like celebrities are on twitter companies start going on twitter you know it becomes another channel for people to actually communicate and reach out and tell celebrities you know things about them mm. we'll keep this g-rated um <laughs> but then over time they've slowly um or rapidly i don't want to be mean but yeah they've they've declined to this kind of plateau that, you know, hasn't really... Like, all these changes, all these little changes that they've made in terms of, like, you know, adding in polls, taking at replies out of the character count, mm. all these kind of little changes that they've made has actually had little impact on their growth over time at all. And so I feel yeah. like this is another sort of way to hopefully increase that growth or give it at least a bit of a jump start. So... What do you guys, what do you guys collectively think that happened with Twitter? I think, I mean, I'm sorry to Let's jump in here. post-mortem. I think that Twitter um, thrives on its, its simplicity, right? And I think everything that they've done, you know, like while you were away, they, they, they take up your room now at the, the top of the application for things that you might have missed. Mm -hmm. um, they've added extra tabs as well. Um, all of that stuff, I think, just contributes to unnecessary noise in terms of how I would want to use Twitter. That's mm. just my personal feeling there. Mm. Because it is, it's a very basic formula, um, and I think that's why it's still around. Um, you know, because it's, it, it, it specialises in, I guess, breaking news, that sort of thing. Yeah, celebrities and, and other people like that can use it as well for mm. um, people to, you know, indiscriminately follow whoever they like. Um, but, I, yeah, I, I honestly think they, they struggle with breaking outside that and and none of their efforts including this one to date have been particularly compelling that's just my fault mm. i agree yeah yeah i mean it's like the lack of algorithm as well i mean i mean that was that to me is something that sets twitter apart in the fact that it's all the tweets are just based on like the latest mm. um but yeah it's yeah. you log on and yeah. it's like just a whole bunch of noise that you basically have to sift through. Do you remember when um, Facebook, um, sorry, Facebook um, had their own algorithm obviously going for a few years and then and then rumours were that it was going to bring that to Instagram? Because Instagram mm. used to be um, basically about the Twitter timeline. T timeline, sorry. Was, was it the edge that you're talking about? Well, no, just the fact that Instagram itself now um, juggles things around. It's, it's not um, just a linear view like mm. Twitter still is. Mm. Um, and there were a lot of people... Um, really worried about that but I think I think people just managed I think people still like Instagram for, for how it works even yeah. post algorithm um, but like I say Twitter is is applying some of that um, to bring out things you might have missed and I guess that might be useful to some people mm. but 
fundamentally it is just it is a linear stream. Right, that's it. That's all it is. I'm not sure where I'm going with this. I don't see no, a lot of value on Twitter. <laughs> so yeah, like um, you know, I mean, in in a in a time where because what is Twitter? Twitter is essentially it's a chance for you to say a very concise message mm. that which you can say to one person mm. and a whole a myriad of people will see. If you have hashtags and and you know an additional amount of people will be able to see that as well. But you can achieve the same thing on Facebook or on Instagram, but with video and with imagery. And yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I think. I think for. I think in and of itself, it has. It has cut off a majority of the market, that is looking for, additional reasons to engage with the the platform. Mm. So those are the people that are really one upping at this point in time to say, I have a limited, amount of attention that I can give to social media, um, and so of all the applications, which one will I dedicate the most time to? And Facebook's winning hands down. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. I think um, it wasn't always there, but I think in the last few years, um, they've been through some rocky periods. They, they're killing it, and in, in you know, not just uh, you know, the friends side of things, but I mean that's where I go to get my news as well. And I used to get that off Twitter. Um, so, really? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, friends mm-hmm. that still do that too. Eh? They sit up notifications on Twitter and they'll log into Twitter and be like, or they'll receive the updates mm. in their inbox. Yeah. And say, this is all the news from this channel, this channel, this channel, this channel. Um, and they're quite happy to do that. But yeah, you're right. The fact that Facebook's been quite fluid in, in pulling a lot of the attention back from Snapchat, you know, when we talked mm. about the enhanced applications or, or features of Instagram, of Facebook Messenger now. And um, yeah, I think, you know, Twitter's done, bro. Wow, we're calling it time. But but going back to what you were saying in terms of the news thing, because maybe because I have been on Twitter forever and therefore I'm like, it's in my daily routine now. I actually think about 10 10 plus years of being on Twitter, that is a long time. Yeah. Um, It's half my life as (laughs) as we've established. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, I know Facebook has implemented news which is really good and I'm very guilty of checking out the entertainment and celebrity news that Khloe Kardashian is apparently pregnant this morning but anyway but is that part of how the the change for you particularly like looking at the news on Facebook or are you talking about more like page feeds yeah my feed my own feed has adapted to show me what I want and that's part of I mean I guess that's part of Facebook as a business model is that they need to know what people are into for their advertising revenue and that means Mm -hmm. they've got a lot more money they can invest back into the system than Twitter do at the moment who have always struggled to monetize it right it's more of a free service I I mean it, it, it sounded like they wanted someone rich to purchase them so that you know they could just continue to run Twitter as things were without worrying about how they're making ends meet. Mm. Um, Facebook, completely different business model. They, you know, they started off being, um, you know, a networking, you know, the original social network where it's, you know, literally people you know, all right? Um, It's just gone on to be so many other things. Obviously, Instagram's part of that as well. Um, And and they've just got room to keep on growing. And Mm. they've got the sort of the... The thirst for, for new challenges as well, you know. Um, they purchased Oculus Rift as well, like all these sorts of things. That what's Twitter going to do with that? Nothing. So mm. you don't know when when Facebook are going to come out with the next big thing, and they they can continue to do that because of the feedback cycle they've got. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've they've got me pegged, and and my my feed is completely different to my wife's feed. Like you know, it, 
like I said, they had a rocky sort of road with the with the algorithms uh, maybe two years ago, but in the last year, I think I think Facebook are, are, they have made it the most um, locked locked in social network environment for me personally, um, and presumably for other people as well. Mm. I think going back to what you were saying in terms of the difference, the fundamental difference between Facebook and Twitter and even with Instagram is that, you know, Facebook's really driven by community. You add people who you know, you want to share things um, with people that you know, as if Twitter is very much like, as we talked about, it's more like a a cocktail party where you can just say whatever you want. And if someone walking by happens to hear you, then okay, they'll jump in on it. And it's not really about sharing your every aspect of your life it's more about sharing your thoughts so i think you know twitter's kind of taken the facebook status update from back in the day when it was really like mm-hmm. jess is hungry yeah i've seen some of my status <laughs> updates from 10 years ago it's quite embarrassing but yeah and taking that to twitter and i think because they've actually removed that kind of community aspect therefore it's fundamentally a news site now I mean, if we look at how, you know, the classification of the Twitter app is actually yeah. classified as a news app on, like, the Android store, maybe is on the Apple store, I'm not too sure, okay. was if, like, Instagram and Facebook have remained as social apps. So it's kind of interesting to see this change over time that, you know... Yeah, I mean, I think... I mean, we, we're friends on Twitter. We, we A lot of the engagement stems when there's a, a business involved or something like that. Like, mm. you know, yeah, there is sort of that side of it. I mean, or someone's sharing links and other people see that someone's liked it so uh, or, or photos as well but you know facebook has that side of it um but i guess if there's a business involved then it's I'm more likely to be aware of it on mm. twitter than i am on facebook even though bam creative does engage on facebook as well yeah uh, so i guess there yeah there is that side of it yeah i don't know cool so. <laughs> I'm just looking. He's like, I'm over Twitter. We are Twitter and I are scraping the bottom of the barrel here. Twitter talking. and I, no, because I could talk about Twitter forever. Yeah, and it's probably it probably is because I've been using it for so long, and because I've seen and even just you know researching in terms yeah. of our content strategy as well, and mm. for our clients as well, because a lot of clients actually do ask us about Twitter or they feel like it's a platform they have to use and because it's a social media platform and they're not too sure how to actually use it. And yeah. These are kind of the complexities that we're faced when, you know, a client actually asks us about Twitter and how they should use Twitter and how they should engage with Twitter. Um, Maybe we should talk about that, but I've got a question for you, both of you. Now, okay. if Twitter was to the question shut down its servers and just... I'd be fine with it. Delete, you'd be all right? I mean, every now and then I like to tweet famous people and I get a real kick out of them actually responding to me, but it's only happened a few times. I'd, I'd miss the thrill. Yeah, yeah. I'd miss okay. that thrill, right? Yeah. When yeah. Robert, I think it was Robert Kiyosaki retweeted one of my tweets, I was just like, oh my. screenshot that. Yeah. And then when Kevin Smith did it as well, I was like, cool, <gasps> share that on Facebook. Yeah. But yeah, comparatively, you know, if if I had um, a retweet from Kevin Smith yeah. or a photo shared with Kevin Smith on Facebook... I'd be like, please don't lose my Facebook account. Right. I'll lose my Twitter account. Right. And so I, I just feel it's a one-up, uh, which is a magic of Facebook, which I don't feel, I feel is missing from Snapchat mm. because with Snapchat, you send something, it's gone forever. So, you know, um, you can obviously have it in your, um, in your own snaps mm. or, or maybe if you downloaded it into your camera roll and that's great. Yeah. But yeah, with Facebook or with Instagram, you've always got that catalog that you can go back to. And the yeah. fact that on Facebook, they 
what, annually or semi-annually come back and say, you've been friends for this long or this is what you did in the last mm-hmm. year. Like a lot of that has some value or four years or five years ago. Um, so that's where I think the, the value has been found with, with Facebook. Mm. And that's why I don't think there are too many people that are precious to Twitter. Mm. But what is interesting is to note, because every media or every platform has its user base, right? Yeah. And so when we're talking about it and we're saying, hey, we, we have this opinion about character counts or what have you, um, that's obviously with the, the aside that we're aware there are certain markets that will use Twitter more so than other channels. So the tech industry might do it or the startup industry might do it. Maybe celebrities are doing it as a critical part of their, their arsenal when it comes to, to managing their brand on, online. Um, it may just be a, a supplementary or tertiary consideration when they're putting out content because they can post it on Instagram or LinkedIn and have it go through to Twitter automatically. So yeah, there are, there's still considerations that, that we're aware of. And so we're not going to say, Hey, it's, it's a waste of time for every business. Um, because yeah, it just so happens that some people like it's whatever floats your boat. Mm. You mentioned, I mean, you mentioned Facebook surfacing year old or three year old or, or these days like nine year old posts, right? There's always a sort of a, a a time and a place associated with that and some sort of memory, um, I find. If Twitter went back one year and pulled out something that I tweeted, I doubt <laughs> it would have any bearing on my current life. Yeah. Right? Is that, is that saying something about you know, like, how we use it? Yeah. Image of the new puppy in the home. <laughs> and then it's just hungry. like the, the sentence on Twitter, <laughs> I have a new puppy. It doesn't, it doesn't work. But I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't, it's, it, that's not how we use Twitter. You know? I have a very serious question though. Have any celebrities ever tweeted at you? Okay. Yeah, go on. Oh. All right. You ready? <laughs> yes. Kim Kardashian followed me once by accident. Oh my god. Was, okay, yeah, go on. I'm not even kidding. My I don't I think it's because my uh, Twitter handle could possibly be a famous American basketballer or something like that and she just thought that cuz I got in early. I was I was there for, pretty early as oh well so God. I got one of the uh, the rarer ones and uh, yeah so she made a bit of a mistake there how long she, <laughs> until she realised oh, she no, made a bit of a mistake yeah. and following her probably until I tweeted <laughs> yeah. yeah she was like who the hell is this guy <laughs> nerdy web stuff who knows what I was doing yeah oh so my that was a few gosh you're like famous by proxy that's yeah. amazing um, but to answer that question no most times I try to engage anyone they just ignore me because they get probably an incredible volume I mean, you've seen those videos yeah. right of like, I don't know if they're real or not, but celebrity phone uh, Twitter mentions or something, and it's just a constant stream of yep. notifications just going on their phone 24 7. It's like, mm, I'm not really sure if that's how it works in practice, but. It's like a reply all email. Like if someone's talking about a celebrity and yeah. then they're just like at the celebrity, but they're actually talking about the celebrity and they're just atting them. It's like when someone replies all email and you're like not even in the conversation, mm-hmm. but it's just like they just want you to know. That you may or may not be involved at some point. It's like, I get that too. But speaking of, Graham Norton has not responded to us from last <laughs> week. I'm waiting. Really? I don't actually know if he actively responds on I Twitter. I don't think he does. Yeah, I think he just kind of, t- he's the cocktail party guy. Like, yeah, he just talks. He's and far more important than we are, which is, <laughs> I understand. There is a pecking order on so, Twitter. <laughs> so why don't we, I think it would be really cool to see, to talk about, where there is value with Twitter. Yep. Mm, okay. And so I'll like, I'll kick the ball off mm. um, because I don't want you guys to swipe my suggestion. Sure. Um, but where I think there is incredible value is to be able to contact 
possibly, you know, in the slim likelihood, you can poss- you can contact a list, mm-hmm. um, the celebrities or decision makers. But I, I really do feel where Twitter comes out um, is its ability to connect myself with somebody that may be, say, B, C, or D list um, mm-hmm. in terms of you know their availability, what their brand is, etc. But I find that that's that's proven to be the case in a number of situations where I say needed to contact a director about purchasing like a pretty high priced domains or um, seeking like industry advice from people that are thought leaders in mm-hmm. certain segments. Um, and I have found that Twitter has been really good for that to be able to initiate a rapport and then from there to connect the LinkedIn, but then to have some back and forth um, on one occasion where I had to try and um, get a bit of information about domain selling. I contacted Mike Mann, and so he's renowned um, in the domaining space. But he was—he had like—he was quite open to offering advice. Um, I even said, "Look, is there a chance for me to jump on a call?" We jumped on a call. I talked to him while he was in San Francisco or, or LA um, on the way to work one morning, and yep. like it's incredible. So from that perspective, I would never have been able to make that contact unless there was significant emails over time. Whereas with Twitter, it took like about maybe a few days. Was that a direct message? Um, so that was myself. Did I direct message? No, I just made a. I just sent out a tweet and tagged him in. And just did an app to him, mm-hmm. um, and then he came back. He answered me, and I said, "Hey, when can I pick your brain?" And then he said, "Cool, like um, this is around the time." And then we just through direct message yep. did the, the phone number, and then I gave him a call. It was really simple. So mm-hmm. I think that as a networking tool, I think that's the opportunity. What I'm really excited to see is the downfall of LinkedIn, and so. I don't know if Twitter's going to be heard it here first. You heard it here first. <laughs> because I'm so frustrated with LinkedIn. Um, oh, wow. And so things might change later on. But I do feel that the ability for me to reach out and tag someone I would never have um, like an opportunity to talk to face-to-face is a compelling value proposition. Mm-hmm. Um, either from, say, a networking where you just may be vibing off them or if yep. it's business networking setting or if it's insights into a certain industry or tips on something, I think that's the real power of Twitter because I don't feel that LinkedIn affords you that. I think LinkedIn has put a number of roadblocks in, in the way as well in terms of you expanding your connections. I agree. And so I'll probably yeah. have recruitment managers or somebody come back to me and I'm like, you don't know what you're talking about. This is how you use LinkedIn. And I'll be like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> and then so that's my that's my spiel. Mm, well, yeah. I think my thing is actually the no algorithm. I mean, I know we just talked about this, but... Yeah. The fact that there is actually no algorithm on Twitter at all makes it really um, viable for a news platform because it's all about what is happening now. So, for example, um, last year I was in Poland for a bit visiting friends and they had just elected uh, a government that um, wanted to ban abortion um, completely. And um, it was quite... uh, yeah, controversial move because um, Poland is uh, post-communist and mm. um, there's a lot of people who are kind of spearheading its cultural changes um, and to be able to abolish the fact that you can even... to make a, abortion completely illegal. Mm. Bear in mind that Poland is extremely Catholic, so that this is where it kind of comes from. But um, the the backlash was massive and um when i was there there were protests so i was in krakow and warsaw when this was happening and they there were planned protests um pretty much each and every day that i was there and it was um women um to show the impact of women in society Mm. um women banded together and stopped work 
uh, I think it was from or, and didn't go to school, for example, and um, went out into the city just for like a peaceful protest um, to show what would actually happen um, if women weren't, you know, part of the workforce and yep. part of school and things like that mm -hmm. to actually show the worth of women. And um, like my Twitter feed was just blowing up with photos of women and or and also their partners and like men were involved and like really supportive of this and um, yeah, it, it was really... Um, a really really cool and interesting and really powerful thing and it got picked up by like news outlets all over the world and they were obviously taking photos from Twitter that were being shared and it was like a really it was a really really cool thing and to know that like the rest of the world were also seeing that this was happening mm. um, like just cutting through even news outlets and just going straight to Twitter and seeing that it was happening was a really really powerful thing so yeah I, that's one of the things that I really liked uh, really love about Twitter is I even though I do love the little sidebar on Facebook with all the news about the Kardashian pregnancies I do really like Twitter because it actually shows what is actually going on in the world yeah. and what is actually going on the world on in the world right now at this very moment yeah yep I think um, yeah you hit the nail on the head in terms of um, the immediacy of it like it is I would say the canonical what was the canonical hashtag right mm. everyone else is trying to bring hashtags into their own products but twitter was there first and twitter is the you know if there's a, if there's a hashtag then with no explanation it's referring to twitter that's mm. that's the way i interpret it because that is how different people all over the globe who who aren't you know related to each other who aren't you know like you said maybe completely different socio-economic circles um they can all be part of, of one thing, one topic, via a hashtag. Um, um, something else jogged my mind. Josh, what you said about the um, about LinkedIn, about the the roadblocks that it might be putting in place. I I got the job through Twitter personally as well, and the way it happened was that. Um, our supreme leader Padma just put an <laughs> anonymous call out to the internet. To um, see if anyone was interested in any kind of work, and um, and I saw that, all right, and I don't think I would have seen that on Facebook because I'm not friends with Padma, and there would be no mm. real way for her to share that with us. And on LinkedIn, I tend not to ever <laughs> love you to LinkedIn. <laughs> and if I wanted to stalk someone, they would mm. see that I stalked them. So mm. I'm not going to do that because I'm just I would rather not touch that. So. Twitter was the only way that she could have possibly reached me in that way, and then, you know, that was that was a public um, thing. But you can just you can just take it underground, go into a direct message, and have a conversation with mm -hmm. someone, and they they may or may not get back to you. Yeah. Um, and that is you know the legit person on the other side of the world or, or wherever they might be. Um, I think it's a powerful tool in that respect as well. Couldn't do that with Facebook unless you'd actually decided to make a connection or they were a faceless organisation that you chose to follow. Yeah. So Yeah. So networking and news kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. And and it's networking by industry. So mm -hmm. it's probably unlikely that a, um, a building company or an industrial company might put out an ad call out for applications unless it's a led by a recruitment agent or mm. the human resources team um, and say a larger um, enterprise level firm. But um, so ignoring the fact that there are a number of industries where Twitter is not active, there are definitely some areas where they are. Yeah, I think it's I think it's good from that perspective. Because mm, I think you know, like going back, way back, 
and yet bringing it to now back into time. to time is um yeah when uh, clients do ask us about twitter and whether it's appropriate or not i think we've already answered that question but for example the other thing that we didn't quite say was customer service as well because like there's a lot of companies out there that you know use it for yeah brand reputation management yeah exactly and yeah. you know i love reading through them they're amazing like the rage that people can contain in 140 characters which sadly will now be expanded to 280 i <laughs> yeah. love it i think it's great but it's a really like you were saying it's a direct line to the company mm. um and the other thing too is because one of the biggest reasons why people unfollow or lose loyalty with a brand is because they're ignored on social media. Mm. And so that's why Twitter is really important at actually opening that channel of communication and being really careful to read those tweets and actually respond to them, at least tweets that actually have some kind of merit. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's a really important tool. And also if you're not even on Twitter, but maybe there are others in your industry that are, it might be an idea to kind of look at Twitter as, mm. you know, a, a channel to open to allow your um, customers to connect with you. Yeah. I think, yeah. I think it's worth it. Um, and I guess it comes down. So if you are, a, say, a yarn, a yarn company that's making yarn right across Australasia, then maybe your demographic of 55 to 70 year olds might not be interested. Mm. But if you flip that on its head and say, hey, look, um, we're actually uh, a new startup brand for knitting for kids, trying mm. to get them involved, doing something with their parents, then you'll obviously be speaking first and foremost to the parents who could be around that 25 to maybe 40 year old demographic. And so to have that one-to-one rapport with them mm. could be really powerful. So yeah, definitely, I think it's it's really good to consider. And and I think the power, the power of being able to have that one-to-one conversation can't be, you just can't write it off. It's so special because you don't know for every one-to-one um, dialogue that you have with people over, say, a 12-month period, what percentage of those actually have, like if we go back to the 80-20 principle, mm. like 20% or 30% of all those people that you contacted are prime people for referring you on to other prospective customers or prospective clients. And so, yeah, I think it's exciting in that regard. But you do have to go through that training process. You have to teach them how to use it. Um, you have to set, I guess, certain rules or standards so that they know how to engage with you. And then more, most importantly is that you have to like, you have to talk back. You can't yep. just say, this is how you do things, and then leave them hanging in the wind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's still an, it's exciting in that regard. The 140 to 280, I don't really care about Meh. that. I think the frequency of tweets, because I don't actually know how many tweets are sent out per second in the world as well, but we see it ourselves in even our content marketing strategy is that I think we tweet about three to four times a day. Um, and so it, and that's a mix of our own content and, and curated content, for example. Um, and yeah, once we actually tweet something, it's gone. Like it's just, it's so incredibly disposable that it, it is almost not worth the effort in a way. Like the amount of return that we actually get on a tweet, like someone's actually likes it or they reply to us or something like that. It's actually not, it's, it's hard to see the worth in, in Twitter for sharing mm. headlines, I suppose. So yeah, it's just kind of interesting to see yeah. how people kind of, yeah, react to it. But I suppose it's, in, it's really interesting. Like with this news today, <laughs> yeah. Out of all the things that they could have done, I just find this really strange. Cause one thing I'd really love to do is to be able to actually edit a tweet. Like that seems to be one of the biggest things that, I mean, you can edit captions on Instagram, still can't really edit a photo, but you can still, you still have that control. And I just think that, you know, I think the fact that they 
I don't even think they're denying the fact that they're a social media network by positioning themselves as a news platform. But I think the fact that they've sort of ignored their users' requests over time, um, they've kind of been really slow to speak out about abuse that, you know, other users have received. And, you know, there's, there was, you know, was, um, quite, yeah, public stories about this as well. Um, I think that, you know, do you know what I'm referring to? Yeah. You probably Google it. A little bit. Yeah. But not to a great extent. Yeah. You could probably, um, yeah, have a little look-see. But anyway, yeah, I think the fact that they are kind of slow to kind of, yeah, meet their users' demands is probably not really ideal. It's probably contribu- uh, contributing to their to their slow slow steady is a slow and steady decline good or bad like if you're just steadily maintaining i don't think death, any decline is good yeah <laughs> but even i think you said before uh, we started recording that stagnating is is a sure sort of sign of death as well really isn't it? not I good mean, no, not bad it's, not it's okay i, I mean know. it's like <laughs> um but yeah anyway anyway thanks guys for listening and watching us today if you have any thoughts about Twitter and this amazing change that they've made. <laughs> Please tweet us. It's mind blowing. <laughs> Please tweet us at Bam Creative. My, our mind is my mind's okay. Um, you can also email us podcast at bam.com.au. You can fax us. Don't know the fax number, but you can. Um, yellow Pages book. You'll find yellow page. We're in the Yellow Pages. We actually also have a street sign. We have a sign yeah. on our building as well, which is pretty cool. Um, but <laughs> find us on Twitter. You can find us on Twitter. Thanks for having us, Twitter. Appreciate it. Bye, guys. See ya. See ya.